We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome, everybody, to the special July 4th holiday edition of the Rotowire DFS podcast sponsored by FanDuel. I'm your host, Joe Pizapia, and with me, as always, every Tuesday, and holidays are no exception because this man never takes a day off. He's the one, the only, Todd Zola, Master Ball Man. How are you? What's up, Todd? Hey, man. Uh, the old firecracker Joe Pizapia. Doing well. How you doing? That's me. I am. I'm the, I am the firecracker. I'm, you know, it's funny. I actually remember a couple years ago, I was actually on air live hosting a show when the whole JPP firework incident happened when he blew his finger off. And I remember really there was a long while where I kept saying, this has got to be a hoax. There's no way I can go on air with this. <laughs> and now every July 4th, every time I'm doing anything radio related, that's all I think about. I just think about, uh, you know, what what's going to be real and what's going to be a hoax on the internet? <laughs> yeah, well, like I was telling you before we started, I drank so much when I was younger on July 4th. When I wake up in the morning, I feel like I'm buzzed. And there and you go. You know, 30 years later. So, And let that be a lesson for all of you out there today to go <laughs> out there, all you youngsters, and go out there and live life like Todd Zola. All right. Yeah. Set your DFS yeah. lineups and then go out and have some fun. All right. All right. Let's yeah. get to it. All right. Fascinating choice here today because yeah. if you're playing the all day or the night slate, oh, first of all, you know, you got to figure out what you want to do here because you got day games on July 4th, how you want to play that in, if you want to leave them out. But we're just going to pick apart the players today because it's a holiday and that's how we feel. But you got two primetime cash game pitchers here. You got Kershaw at 12,400 at home where he's always been dominant. He's against the Diamondbacks. And then you got Corey Kluber also at home against the San Diego Padres. And this is a tough call because you got Kluber. You don't think so? Because you got Kluber against the Padres with all the Kluber. It's Kluber. It's I'm being somewhat facetious. No, this this could be the only this could be the only matchup ever where, Mm -hmm. you know, me, Mr. Mr. Use the best pitcher in cash, don't think twice. Well, Kluber ranks the highest on my board today. So, you know, who I mean, you know, they're so close, who knows? But according to the Magic Black Box, you have the black book. I have the black box. This is true. Kluber, Kluber outpoints Kershaw. Now, I mean, this it's close enough. What I mean, the four hundred dollars. Well, go there's the way. question: Is it four hundred dollars enough? 
Oh, I mean, it's it, I have I have Kluber for more points regardless. Okay. So, I mean, he does I mean, have doubles and strikeouts in his last four games. Yeah, 10, I, 11, 13, yeah. and 12. I mean, that's not San Diego, San Diego, they get to use a DH to strike out too. I mean, who's their, <laughs> who's their DH? I mean. Uh, I don't know. Probably Dennis and Lamette will grab a bat. Yeah. Know, he's the so, biggest guy so on their the team. Point, you know, and, yeah. So, of course, you know, because I'm, you know, blabbering here, you know, stack Padres bats. But, no, I mean, you know, tongue-in-cheek jokes aside, I actually have Kluber ranked higher than Kershaw tomorrow. Yeah, I, I have to today, agree with you. Today, I mean, I'm, today. I'm still thinking tomorrow. Uh, today, tomorrow, it's all right. We're always working ahead. That's the way uh, we do. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Oh, but I, you know what? I kind of agree. For the $400 savings, why not? With that Padres lineup traveling to, uh, I mean, I think it's, I don't think you can go wrong either way. Definitely. for If you want to go in a GPP with one of them, definitely save the, take the 400 and go with Kluber. Yeah, I would agree. All right, let's yeah. talk about the other guys here for GPPs. And the, the interesting thing is too, they're on the same. They they're both at night. They're both at night. They are they're both, both in the main, main slate. Right, they are both in the night slate in the in the in the main. Now, Chris Archer is at two twenty. He's going to be in Chicago with the Cubs lineup. That well, it's been a little up and down for the Cubs. It's been a rough stretch for them. Uh, is that something that you're going to consider at ninety nine hundred there? Uh, 9,800, you Darvish, $100 less than him. You get Michael Fulmer. You get Jimmy Nelson at home against Baltimore, where Jimmy Nelson's been much better, and he's facing Ubaldo yeah. Jimenez. Where do you go here GPP-wise? Because after that, I mean, it's Tyon at 86, who's had two straight quality starts, some good outings from Tyon. After that, man, I think it's a wasteland. I mean, Newcomb's been okay, but I don't know if I'm ready to quite go there. No, Newcomb's a, Newcomb's a GPP play. Lester's Even against Houston? That's, that's why it's GPP. You still, you know, keep, I, mean, I don't even know about that. Like, well, that's, well that, that's the point. It, that, yeah. it, it's, I, we don't, we're not wired to think like that, but that's why it's a good GPP play. There is strikeout upside in that lineup, and let's see who they use. They're, they're, they're at night. Let's see they're who at they night use. And they're I'm going not using it. I, I don't think they'll go that way, but I can see where the, there's a low ownership and the, the appeal to go for a GPP sort of play. I love Nelson. I, I don't mind Lester. Lester's getting it together, going against the Rays, who, are, you know, who, who do lose their DH and are you know facing the 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 handedness of pitcher that they don't perform as well against. So this is a, this is a time for me. You know, Lester's priced and he's priced accordingly. He's in five digits for a change. You know, he up there. Then uh, you know the other guy is Michael Fulmer against the Giants. You know, the, maybe the strikeouts aren't there, but he's not. He's a he's a ninety seven. He's not in the four, four di- five digits. So Michael Fulmer at home against the Giants isn't a bad go. And it's an early game, so that would be either all day or the early slate. I'll tell you the only thing that I can you know bring back to that Newcomb outing is that he is going against Peacock who has only gone to the sixth inning one time. So there's a yep. really good chance that you're going to get to that underbelly of, of the bullpens, which is always good. That's where you want to be most of the well, time. Well, not, not at the underbelly is Chris Devensky. Well, I mean, uh, well, it is, but again, that's, that's saying, you know, depending on what the situation, the score is. Right. But, and, and I understand the, the thought process there, whereas Newcomb is a guy that, you know, he's been very good. He's been very consistent so far. Strikeout abilities there, all that good stuff. It, it is tough though. You know, Houston has no slouch lineup. Yeah, there. and you know what? The price, eight grand, it's in the middle. It's not really – it's not high, but it's not a bargain either. No, and it's not a bargain. All right, so 8000 for him or eighty six for Tyon uh, on the road against the Phillies at 4 o'clock. If you're playing the all-day slate, let's oh, say you're trying Tyon to – I'll, I'll take Tyon there. I'll take all right. Tyon. All right, Tyon for and, the I'll take the other flip. I'll flip it if I want to go really cheap and look for my GPP play. I'll look for lighter. You know, I'll take, I play, I'll take light Mark Leiter Jr. against the Pirates. All right, fair enough, fair enough. How would you approach this today? What would you be recommending everyone do? You, you recommend because of the way the cash game pitchers are lined up here heavily that you know cash games at night go GPP play in the daytime or just kind of 
you know, just dabble in both. Yeah, I would definitely, you know, especially, you know, have some, you know, if you're ever going to take, you know, it's our day, you know, play, play FanDuel. But if you're ever going to take a day off, today, today's the day. Don't force me. <laughs> I mean, let's have some fun. No, but I, I, you know, I can't, I can't not, you know what? I'll probably actually have two lineups, one with, one with Kershaw, one with Kluber, just because I can't not use them both in cash. But um, yeah, the night the night slate is looking a little more attractive for me. Although I do want to find a, a way to get Lester and, and Nelson in there, so I will probably do some. I don't know if I'll do all day, because what I don't want to have to do is uh, watch lineups all day, because that's the right. only you know when you when you and especially actually I'm not sure I should have checked. There's a twelve or five game. I don't mm -hmm. know. Well, that's on the all day. So I mean, I don't want to guess on lineups at the four o'clock in the late games and having to check all day long. You know, for instance, tonight, last night I had to flip out uh, Brian Dozier last second, throw in Deji, you know, nice DJ LeMahieu um, pivot there. But, you know, the, the, those sorts of things happen. And if you're out, you know, with a brewski and a burger in hand, you may not catch it, which is bad for cash. Yeah. All right, let's go over to catcher and see if we can get some uh, cheap guys in here to help support some of those big-time cash game arms we were talking about. Let's talk about Mike Zanino at 2,500. Let's start there. Uh, he's played at 640 Eastern. Uh, Zanino, over the last month, has been one of the highest guys in WRC+. Plus. I mean, he's Well, just, no, not anymore. Check the last couple of – I mean, I actually – Why is it over the last know, month? I mean, I know, but the reason I know is as I was asked to change his projection, and I went, oh, yeah, okay. And he's, he's, he's been Mike Zanino for the past two weeks. It's just for the previous two weeks, he was silly. And there is exactly the yeah. point. Now, I'm yeah. bringing this up because, I, you know, you, you jumped ahead on me there. Well, that's what I do. All right. Well, that's all right. I've, I've been jumping ahead a day all day. I mean, I mean <laughs> say tomorrow and yesterday, and, and you know, well, like, so these, all, these all run together, man. Well, here's the thing, because you got a guy like Zinio, who exactly is that? I mean, he is an all or nothing kind of guy. And when you're talking about, you know, those kind of players in the GPP world, if you were talking about a catcher 2500, where you say, okay, maybe I do want to try to play a Kluber or somebody like that. Is a Zanino the way you want to go no. because he's facing a guy like Junis who's got a five plus ERA? Is this the kind of pitcher that he can be successful though? Well, is it Junis or is it Vargas? I've been hearing different things. Well, the last thing I have here is Junis, but if you got more better information, if you're another okay. day ahead of me, I feel like I'm doing a podcast with like Doc Graham from freaking. <laughs> uh, it's like Back to the Future here. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready got, to go I back. Got, and I, I got, got Vargas. So, and, and if it's Vargas, I don't like it, just because. And that's what that's what Rotowire has. Whether whether we're, well, let's go be with Rotowire because they're paying us. So let's well, go with well, that. While we're talking, I'm going to call up MLB.com because they're the official. But anyway, the point being, even though you know Vargas lefty righty, you like that. Uh, why Vargas is so success successful? He doesn't give up homers. And when you want when you want Zunino, you're hoping for that you know that he runs into a homer. I think he ran into like 12 of them in, in June, but you're hoping that he runs into a homer or two. And uh, it's just um, this is me vamping while I try to find the word Royals. Well, let's page. also continue on. We'll talk about the Rockies right. and, 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 you know, Colorado's in oh, play you know here what? today. Oh, this is Cincinnati's wonderful. Play. MLB has Duffy. Oh, terrific. So, uh, all right, which, <laughs> so, which is another lefty. Does, which, you know, everybody's so wrong. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit more uh, enthused about, uh, as you know, as a GPP play, but not as a cash play. All right, who other, what other catchers are coming up for you? And are you, are, are you still using the color coding as usual, or is it red, white, yeah, and blue today? No, because no. Oh, good call, because FanDuel – Fandle's playing a little games by by, uh, by goofing up the prices a little bit. That's I didn't think of that. No, mm. I did not do that. You know, right. the, you know, the the cheapy guy I have the um, you know the 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 Stephen vote is the backup lasted about what one day, uh, and now they're back about to less than that. Yeah, yeah. So. Now they're back to a strict platoon again, and he's got Ubaldo at twenty three hundred. 
So it's a 4-10 game. So there, there's there's the easy one right there. Is almost plug and play. Steven Vogt against Ivaldo. All right, very good. Let's go over to first base. Let's talk about some of those guys on the board. Joey Votto in Colorado, 49. Miguel Cabrera at home, 4K. Rizzo, 39. Mark Reynolds at 39. Let's talk about Reynolds here. Uh, he's going against Homer Bailey, uh, <laughs> assuming that he's in the lineup. You know, it's funny because there was that short window where we thought, okay, the Mark Reynolds train is finally pulled into the station and stopped, and now it's kind of picked back up again. I mean, Mark Reynolds just seems to be loving life right now. Right now, if some of these higher rung first baseman is he the best of this like 39k and above group uh he's in he's in there there's a lot of guys that are in play unusual at third at first base Reynolds is interesting because what he normally does is he gets hot then he goes in a strikeout barrage and the team cuts him but in Colorado where the ball doesn't move as much he's not striking out as much and he's hanging around and they get injury after injury I know Cargo came back last night see what I did there did there mm. so that, that helps just a little bit but sure, I mean, Reynolds is now. I, if he's not in the lineup, it's not because it's a righty. It's just because they're giving him an update. And Desmond's out again. Desmond's on the DL. So yeah. There, you know, there goes another possible uh, lineup machination to get him out of there. So Reynolds is the guy. Homer Bailey doesn't have very much. It's, it's in Colorado. I mean, the only thing you got to worry about there is the weather. All right, give me cost-efficient guy where we're looking <clears throat> for first baseman because right now, I mean, I understand he's 3K and he's going against Kershaw, but – Paul Goldschmidt is $3,000. Is that any way that you – I mean, are we going that route? Are we saying to ourselves, hey, this is if it? If we're fading Kershaw in a, in a GPP, yeah, absolutely. That's the way – that's what you do. Because if you're fading Kershaw, you think he's going to get hit. If anybody's going to hit him, it's going to be him. The cheapy guy you asked about is Yonder Alonso, I think, mm-hmm. anyway. No, um, I would agree. Against, against James Shields, um, who, you know, wasn't as bad as James Shields a little bit before the break, but he's, uh, before he's injured. But he, he's still, at the end of the day, when he looks in the mirror – He's still James Shields. This is true. This is absolutely true. And, you know, I mean, James Shields has been James Shields for quite some time. I think we <laughs> also, you know, come around with that. Anybody else do you think you is a say trap? his name one more time if he shows up, you know. Like I could see his face in my – like <laughs> in, uh, the reflection of my laptop if I turn behind yeah, I see well, James I mean, Shields. Yeah, you know, we talked about, though, you know, Eric, Th- Eric Thames. Well, I, it's funny I'll you brought up Thames because I, I feel like with Eric Thames – I'm I'm off him right now. I mean, because of that, I, I mean, I look at it and I see Ubaldo right. and I, I I say, okay, well, that should be money in the bank. But I just see so little floor from him in the last, I don't know, almost the last two weeks, really, where you're yeah. looking at a spot where it's just a lot of offers. And the offers just, I mean, I know there's no negative scoring anymore, but the offers are kill you. And Eric Thames right now is a whole lot of offers, and that's just bothersome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a GPP play. I mean, it's Obaldo, though, although Obaldo goes out. Well, well but Obaldo's embarrassed us. He embarrassed us a little week ago. Eh? <laughs> well, the, the other, another, you know, you, okay. All right, for, forget it then. Forget things. How about Ryan Zimmerman <laughs> at 34 instead? Yeah, that, 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 that's not bad. I'll take, I'll take Justin Bohr at 30. That's what I'm saying. Third base, first base is good. I'll take Justin Bohr over Lance. Lance Lynn is not uh, the Lance Lynn of old. He's one of these guys that's doing good with strikeouts and doing good walks. But the homers are through the roof. I, you know, I have this theory that there's a certain subset of pitchers whose 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 throws whose pitches are easier to elevate than others, and they're just getting caught in this new wave of swing hard in case you hit the ball thing. And uh, I think just think he's one. And um, Boer's a guy that's swinging hard in case he hits the ball. The old softball mentality. Yeah, that's a good one. That's pretty much what I do. I just. You know. <laughs> That's my that's my lot in life. All right, let's go to third base, top of the board. Nolan Arenado, forty eight hundred in Colorado against Homer Bailey. Yes or no to Nolan Arenado at that salary? And it's not not in a standalone. He's not a one off, but he's in a stack for me. Okay, 
Definitely in the stack. All right. And now with that said, we're talking Reynolds, Arenado, Blackman. Is that where we go in here? Is that our? I haven't tried to put it together yet, but sure. That you know, it, it, there, if, you, if I, there are a couple of the cheaper pitchers, and uh, they're there in the evening game, so it, it, it's tough. But that that is more of an all day thing. I didn't. I'm not sure there's a nighttime pitcher I like for the GPP. All right, but yeah, six, but that would be that would be the way I go for six hundred dollars less. You get Jose Ramirez, who's having one hell of a season right oh, now. Oh man, my goodness! Now you want to talk the opposite of Thames, a guy that has all nothing but floor and a whole lot of ceiling. I mean, Thames. I mean, Ramirez to me has been that guy. And the matchup is sound. I almost feel like, you know, as you continue down to third base here, Brian's been underwhelming. You know, you do have Justin Turner, who I think at 35 is, is a pretty good There's discount a cash for play. Turner. That's a cash play. Yeah, that's a nice cash play against Corbin. Now, Corbin has pitched better. That was the one other guy that we didn't talk about, but he has been better in his last two starts. I mean, that is oppo of all oppos here against Kershaw, but, you know, stranger things have happened. But, I mean, Justin Turner, lefty-righty matchup there. I like that one a lot. I think that's a safe one as well. Where are you looking at third base with some other guys that are coming up uh, on the good spreadsheet for you? Well, I mean, it's it's, it's rare that you get a guy at 3,400 in course. I don't mind Eugenio Suarez against uh, Kyle Freeland there. And uh, you know, we talk. If you're not, if you're going to poo-poo my my Thames, I'm, you know, I'm I'm not. I'm going to put my foot down. Travis Shaw's good. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. No, that's good. Donaldson against CC. I know CC has been better, but Donaldson against CC at 35 isn't a bad, a bad price at all either. All right. We always, uh, on Friday, John McKechnie and I are talking about responsible punts. Are there any responsible punts in here? Uh, is it, uh, let's see. Wilmer Flores perhaps is a responsible punt. Is there another guy here? Louis at Valbuena, perhaps. No, a little Valbuena action. I mean, against I bring Gibson. up Flores and, and, you know, with the whole adage has been, you know, he's been tailing off a little bit, a little less playing time here too, but I don't know where the Mets are right now in terms of where or not he's going to be in the lineup today. But, you know, continuing to look down near responsible punts, third base doesn't have a whole lot of them. Again, though, if you want to go down to Jake Lamb at 2,000, <laughs> right? Is that, is that the all-time, like, there's just no way, right? Lefty, lefty, Kershaw. There's just no way. $2,000 Jake Lamb is just so hard for me to say no, no matter what the situation is. 2017. I know, 2000, I know. 2017, everyone's 2007, funny. That extra 17 bucks makes it, you know, if it was 2000, I can, you know. You know what, he's another, uh, yeah, he may not even be in the lineup. Because they do, well, that would, not, that would not be the a guess, lot, too. but they sometimes, you know, maybe it's a way to, to get Kettle Marte in the lineup. Uh, you know, that's what they do to the kids that they, hey, welcome back here. You're, you're up against Kershaw. Yeah, enjoy. You know, so so they'll, they'll maybe move, you know, Drury over to third or something and, and get Marte in there, something something silly like that. But no, I you know, I think, um, uh, who did we just, just, just mention? Um, actually, Seager's priced against Duffy now. I don't hate Seager 26, but... Um, well, that was that's why I didn't even mention Seager now because you were talking about Duffy. Then I'm yeah, I don't, I don't about know what you want to go. The with guy, you know, the, just in general, I don't know how much you've talked about Manny Machado in general, but he's the head scratcher to me. Just in not just you know, just in and in, 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 in baseball in general. Yeah, actually, I mean, Valbueno's my guy. Is what I, is the guy I'm trying to go to. But um, I just I figured the I mean, I figured this a better batting average floor than what we're seeing. Yeah, and Machado. it's really weird. And over at second base, too, now, if we're talking about $3,600 Robinson Cano, as we move over to second, if that is Duffy, does that change your mindset about Cano? And this is the thing, you know, you got to well, stay I hot had, on I this I had him against Vargas, and I mean, we're still talking the same uh, platoon, the same platoon thing there. The thing with I just, I don't like one-offs against Vargas because he doesn't give up homers. 
I don't mind a sneaky cheap stack because he also can. At one point, regression is going to give up runs, and I'd like to be the one that takes advantage because I'm sick of people telling me that Vargas is good. Vargas is avoid. <laughs> Vargas is avoiding. I mentioned before there's got there's Gausman and there's Purcell, these guys that are giving up more homers. Vargas is avoiding them. Mm-hmm. So whether he's whether it just serendipitously throws a ball that can't be elevated like some of these other hitters, I don't know. But um, he's the his. His, his mode of success is avoiding the home run this season. Well, you got the $3,900 chalk with Daniel Murphy against the New York Mets, and uh, um, until yeah, it's he, proven he, otherwise. He's been in and out of the lineup. Like, make sure he's in there. Yes. Make sure he's but in there, but sure if he is, yeah. it's Daniel Murphy and the Mets. And, right. Uh, right. We've been listening to the song for quite some time, and it's uh, it still rings true. That's that's kind of where I'm at here. Uh, as you continue to go down to second base, too, there's, a, again, we hit the spot where there are a lot of question marks in certain players. You know, you know, is Jonathan Villar in the lineup? We don't know if he's going to be in or not. Right. I mean, you can run on Obado. You can run on Obado. Ubaldo. So if he is in there, he could run a little right. bit. Right. I mean, and if he's not, and the alternative is a Sogar or something like that, or one of those guys, interesting enough to you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're not paying it. I don't, I don't see a. I don't see any reason to pay over 31 or 32 if that for for second baseman today. There's just there's not unless you want to stack against Homer and go with a LeMahieu at 36. There's just there's a lot there's enough decent options out there that you don't have to pay a whole lot uh, at all. Kinsler against Kane, uh, Forsyth against Corbin. Uh, Dozier was out last night, so see if he's in there against J.C. Ramirez. But you know there, there's a lot of you know none none of them are great, but they're they're all, you know, they're priced down. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong. I mean, when when Scooter's the highest priced third baseman on my board, and I know it's in course, but it's still a Scooter Jeanette. Remember, well, I know he's just. He's no, just but you know that one magical day. You know, <laughs> come on now, you know better. There was a magical day. There was a certain, you know, uh, and it, and I, it's thanks to us. I really blame us. <laughs> I really blame myself because I'm the one that dogged him. And that sure enough, that day, that was the day. Of all the days. So, what are you going to do? All right, let's talk about responsible punts. With Trey Turner out at shortstop, is Steven Drew a responsible punt today? Ah. You see, if you're going to you go for them, the early slate you, here. You call attention. them re- responsible punts. I call them punt plays with benefits. Okay, punt plays with benefits. That's <laughs> that's that's hot. That's hot, Todd. I, but it's 2,300 for a guy that does have power. If he is in the yeah, lineup. Yeah, if he's hitting second. I mean, they've been moving him around. So yeah, it's, I guess it's it's not irresponsible anyway. All right, well that's I, I like that punt punt plays with benefits. Uh, I mean, yeah, I've been writing about I've been that's been my uh, that's been my line on a couple of DFS pieces I write for a couple of years now. Well, I See, just heard it, so it was new benefit. to me. So well, like tell us you don't read the pieces I write. Thanks, bud. No, sorry, I, I don't reading. I write books, <laughs> I don't read them. All right, Zach Cozart's uh, back and the new yeah. All Star. As I think well deserving. I think the fans really got that sure. right there. Nice to see there for Zach Cozart. He's got the lefty righty matchup up against Freeland, thirty nine hundred. I'm willing to pay up there. I'm I mean, yeah, I'm on one up. side or the other of that game because I haven't been on Story all year, and I know he's sitting around seventh. But at thirty six k against Homer, uh, he, it's for me, it's one or the other. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. I think I feel better about the three hundred dollar Cozart. Tell you the truth, I think I'd rather no, pay a little fine. bit more if yeah, I can. That's fine. All right, let's talk about Didi Gregorius. There's another guy, too, who's been, I think, underappreciated this year. Cleanup I, hitter Didi Gregorius? What's that? Cleanup hitter Didi Gregorius? Yeah, underappreciated. Now, I know he's got the matchup against Hap, the lefty-lefty here, uh, but Didi, 3,200, do you like him enough at this price? Is that tempting enough to you? He's actually, I mean, I don't believe he's got reverse splits. I, no, when, he doesn't. 
when it, well, he's act, but the point, but he's actually hit lefties pretty well this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So although I, I know it's not right to say he shows reverse splits, I am comfortable. Well, I'm not. I hate to use the word comfortable. That's what I because I'm not writing. I'd edit that and I'd use two different words. I am comfortable saying that Didi's comfortable against lefties, and Very make good. up your own synony- synonym 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 for uh, words mean things. Make up your own synonym. And for, you uh, want me to read your articles? Yeah, well, no, I, I have editors. I just, I just don't have an editor. I Thank need a translator. Oh, I just I don't right. have an editor translator. You know, I need a translator. All right, got you. Jerry all Remy right. wouldn't like it because I'd bring the translator to the mound with me. No, he but, wouldn't um, care for that at all. But, By the um, way, let, let's talk about another guy who's uh, – We're not going to talk about Jerry Remy, are we? No, let's, oh, okay, let's never okay. talk about Jerry Remy. Let's talk about Elvis Andrews at 2,800. <laughs> He's going against David Price. And David Price has not been locked down, shut down David no. Price back in the day, David Price. And Elvis Andrews, I mean, to me, it, you could certainly argue in, in terms of shortstops in the American League that he's had the best season of any shortstop. You could. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm stumbling over my words because I've been going back to review a couple of different projections today. Where, it's, usually where, it's usually why isn't Elvis running or why is he running this much? Now it's where's this power coming from? And when you watch, I mean, he's not, he's swinging from the heels, but he's not, you know, he's not swinging out of his shoes. It's just a, he's just, I don't know if it's confidence or what. I mean, the guy's in, in his own and he's doing that well. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that afraid of David Price, especially at that price, at that, there I go with the double upping on the words, especially at that cost. Uh, I think he's the best play of the day at the position. I really do. I, I think he's going to, if, if there's a guy that I'm trying to save money on, he's going to be in all my lineups. He's the one. He's the one. I'll tell you what, the other guy, too, is if he's in the lineup at 2,800 and against Ubaldo, Orlando Arce is another one that I can make a case for. Yeah, uh, sure. He's been, put, he's been playing real well of late, and that's another one where, it, you know, unlike second base, shortstop actually has a couple of these spots today where I feel very good about these lower-priced guys being able to return value. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, that it's not going to break me if they don't at the same time. I think that's, that's always what you're trying to do. You're always trying to manage those two right. things. All right, baseball is here. And so is July 4th. And you can't get stranded out on first base without a Rotowire subscription. And don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. Go to FanDuel.com slash Rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible, and users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash Rotowire. On to the outfield. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's start at the top. All the way. Aaron Judge, 4,800. Against Tap, forty eight hundred is an Aaron Judge day. Yeah, if, if you're not, you know, you're not going to get him in there with one of the with a Kluber or with a with a uh, Kershaw. I mean, if you do a lot of lineups, you'd be silly if you don't. Well, have I mean, him he's in, in the there. day game anyway. So if you're yeah, isolating, well, you can always get away with. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why that's why I bring up if you're liking the way the if you want yeah. offense and you're going to go with a you know a, a somewhere mid range pitcher there and GPPs in the daytime and isolate guys like Judge or Harper, who's also 4,700 against Lugo. There's another tempting matchup for you. I think you could certainly get away with that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Hap's actually come, you know, sort of getting getting back in form after a couple of blips when he came off the DL. But there's still the lefty-righty match, and I'm not even sure that matters with Judge anymore. No. All right, let's continue to go down this board here. Charlie Black. And the other thing, to be silly about it, yep. I don't see Hap as – I mean, people are – Judge is starting to get the, the Barry Bonds treatment. Which is one reason if you're taking one of these, how many home runs he's going to hit bet, he his 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 home run uh, pace is just going to slow just because he's starting to walk more. They're starting to right. pitch around him, especially with all the injuries. Well, so, they should, you know, yeah, I mean, that absolutely, just absolutely they should. I don't, I don't, I see Hap as being a veteran that's going to go after him. 
All right, you got Charlie Blackman at 40, uh, 46, Adam Duvall at 43. Take you through these two guys. Who do you prefer around the same salary? Both, obviously, you're, you're talking about which side of the stack you want to be on. You want to be in Colorado. You want to be at Cincinnati. Which way are you leaning so far as we continue to flush out these guys? Homer Bailey's a is a gas can right now, and I, he's, I like him. I think he's going to be fine. He's just, just you don't want to you don't want to knock the rust off in cores. No, just uh, rust does not come off at altitude. So I mean, I don't know Blackman. You know, Blackman went long last night. Uh, it's got to be Blackman. I I like Duvall too, though. I mean, I think I like them both. Um, right. So if I have to choose one, I may go Duvall just because it's a little cheaper, and I think more people go Blackman. They tend to gravitate towards the guy that did well. You know, recency bias. And, you know, Harp, uh, Harper, Black was in there as a home run yesterday. So uh, the guy, you know, I need to pick on James Shields again. Let's, uh, let's not forget Chris Davis, who is among, the, you know, in the past calendar years, among the league leaders in homers. All right, so continue to go down here. Where are you looking for the value and look at return? If you're not going up to the top of the board, let's say we get into this mid-three range where you got the guys like Batista and playing Yankee Stadium. You got guys like Michael Taylor, who's played better, uh, certainly, than most people expected him to play taking over for Adam Eaton this year on the injury. Uh, you also got Domingo Santana as another guy who yeah, against I, like Ubaldo, I look at that and I say, okay, sign me up. As long as Domingo's in that lineup, I, to me, that's a big green light. You know, I, I wish P, I wish P was in it in eighth, but I like him against Corbin. And it's kind of, you know, one of the things, you know, is, uh, is Matt Joyce against a righty? Yep. Is it James Shields? Yep. So $2,700 Matt Joyce, you can't go wrong there. And if he's in there, and, you know, I don't like using guys right off being hurt. But Nelson Cruz is the guy that I'd make an exception for against uh, against a Duffy, and he's priced down at 39. All right, let's keep going. Let's go a little deeper here. Let's try to find some responsible puns, or as you like to call them, pun plays with benefits. Pun plays with is benefits. Is there somebody here in the 3K-ish range here where you can, you know, help facilitate the Klubers and the Kershaws of the world tonight? Yeah, well, so you mentioned Kershaw because I know he'll be playing. Well, if he's – well – if Trace Thompson's in the lineup at 22K and he's been called up against Corbin, I think you can go there. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he'll be hitting down in the lineup for a cash play, but it's still. I mean, it's it's still. I guess if if the if he's your cheapest guy and you need him to make it work, I don't mind it. Ah, uh, I guess you guys like Bonifacio enter into your sphere tonight. Little bit, little bit. Maybe Cole Calhoun at thirty. I mean, I'm a Cal- Cole Calhoun mark. Everybody knows that. Yes, but you at thirty one well about you. At thirty one against Gibson, you can't. You, know, they're, they're, you can't. You can't hold that one against me. There's been other Cole Calhoun calls that one can hold against me. I don't think you can hold that one against me. All right, um, Trevor Cahill, by the way, now facing Bradley Zimmer at twenty seven. Now I know Zimmer's been a little quiet. Is twenty seven enough to get you interested in him tonight against Cahill? Yeah, okay, he was crew. I was using my favorite guys before he got hurt. So let's see. I mean, we, we don't know what he's going to be, where he's going to be. Well, and that's why point. I break that question. Yeah. You talk so about not wanting the... to go after guys right away yeah. when they're back from injuries and things like that. Now I wanted to throw them back to the Wolves. Is this an opportunity where, where he's still trying to knock rust off, where Bradley Zimmer can return 2,700? Can he yeah, go three I times value it's, it's here a GPP. You? It's a GPP play, but you need, you know, yeah, if, you, if you're going with Kluber in, the, uh, in a tournament, I, don't, I, I think that's fine. All right, very good. Rami Tapia at 32 is, is close. Um, well, then there's Jorge Soler, 2 at 25, recently called yeah, back up. There's yeah, another one, yeah, too, if you want to yeah. get into that KC. It's, bin it's Darvish. If you're looking for some uh, contrarian action, Benintendi at 31 versus Darvish isn't, uh, isn't the worst play either. All right. You can follow him on Twitter at Todd Zola. You can follow me at Joe Pizapia, 17. For everybody here at Rotowire, have a great July 4th and a great 
day of daily fantasy.